This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 382 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, I'm finally back and you might want to take a second look at who you're hanging out with. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do to die it thin. Not till you lie thin. I want smaller thighs thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. Womp, womp, womp. Hey, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com. And if you're new to the show, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trainer. I'm just a person like you trying to lose some weight. And I've been gone for a couple of weeks. I actually had uh, two trips. I went from one to uh, New York City and I actually got to do some touristy stuff. And then I went to Orlando to speak at a podcasting convention. And then I got home and had the flu. Now this was, I've had colds in the past, but this was like flu type a, and it was very interesting in the fact that my body just went from, Hey, you should probably slow down to, uh, I'm done. And I literally was doing weird things like going to bed at seven o'clock at night. I wasn't eating. Uh, the other thing is I, I did discover something uh, when I was in Orlando and this is where I was working a trade show booth all day. And like the one day I literally got up, went to the booth and did not eat a thing besides water till 7 p.m. And here's the interesting thing. I wasn't hungry. Wasn't hungry. Now, this might be because I've been doing the intermittent fasting thing, but the thing that really kind of bummed me out is I got home and hadn't really lost a ton of weight. I think it was down a, a smidge. And then I got sick and I dropped five pounds. Now, this was exciting because, well, all I had to do was sleep and I would wake up and I was like, wow, I lost some more weight. I actually had a fever. Uh, was At one point, they were like, we might want to send you to the hospital because I was knocking on the door of pneumonia. But thankfully, the drugs they gave me uh, kind of got me back on track. But then the thing was, and it is still to a certain extent, I'm in much better shape than I was. I feel healthy. I'm just tired all the time, like all the time. And it's after I eat. Like I now, I work from home and I set an alarm when I go to lunch because I'm pretty sure I'm going to eat something and fall asleep. And so I'm looking at maybe in the future getting my sleep checked because I, I have the, I talked about the, uh, 
the one app I use that will measure how well you're sleeping and record you snoring, the sleep cycle app. And I've got my Fitbit that kind of shows me that I'm basically doing the river dance while I sleep. But nonetheless, what happened then was I had the flu, dropped a bunch of weight, knowing, knowing, look, you know, I know the minute that I get healthy and it's not like I got healthy and just started eating ice cream and also, I just started eating normal and the weight came right back. And the, the one weight that really gets me crazy is when I get up to 225. That's pretty much the heaviest I've, I've pretty much been. And I hit that and was like, ugh. And it really just sapped my attitude because I was already kind of tired. And it was just, I kind of felt like Winnie the Pooh, like, oh, bother. And so for the better part of a week, I was just like, I didn't like jump off the deep end. I started eating bad, but I was just kind of like, I'm tired of trying. And so I've jokingly said in the past that my give a damn was busted. And I don't know what fixed that besides the fact that it's Sunday as I record this. And I was like, well, this weight is not going to lose itself. And I guess maybe because it was a new week, I got up. I pulled up my list of things I need to do. I need to drink water. I need to hit my calorie intake. I need to exercise. And I just started checking off the list. And this is where we've talked about this in the past. We think we need motivation to move. And that is backwards. It is backwards because just by taking a little step in the right direction, that then motivated me to do more things. So again, if you think that you need the mental motivation to get you to move, try the opposite. Get up and do something physical and see if your attitude doesn't follow suit. Like, hey, you know what? I actually did something and keep on going. Now, the other thing, I'm still listening to the Atomic Habits uh, audio book. If you go to LogicalLoss.com slash Audible, you can get a free audiobook if you're new to Audible. And the chapter I listened to was really interesting. And if you've been to junior high, it's really nothing new. But they explained how they would set up these studies where they would send somebody in and they would have a group of other people. And these other people would ahead of time knowingly say, okay, this is what we're going to say, even though it's bad. So let's say they had to test a food and the food was just horrible. They would have this group. So, oh, this is great. This is, mm, it's tangy. I love it. I love the texture, whatever it was, they would all, and then somebody else would go, you know what? Yeah, this is good. But, and at first they said that some people might say, you know what? It wasn't for me. I thought it was sour. Uh, I thought it, you know, whatever. They would just state their honest opinion. But they said it was interesting that the more people chimed in with this is awful, how many times people would change their opinion to go along with the crowd. And I was like, really? I really found that interesting. But I thought about it, and this week, I had a niece come in from out of town, which was great, because I hardly ever see her, 
And I'm just so proud of her. She's awesome. She's now 26, which makes me feel very old. And, but when she showed up, what did we do? We got the family together. We went out for pizza. And I kind of felt like a small victory because I had a salad first to try to fill up. And then I had one piece of pizza. And I was like, okay. But it was kind of interesting that the activity we did together was eat. And then last Friday, which was a couple days ago, she was getting ready to leave the next day. So what did we do? We got together at my brother's house. He's got a uh, uh, nice back porch. And even though it's freezing here still in Ohio, we fired up the grill, had burgers, we had fries. And then, of course, they went out and bought pie. So here again, everybody is sitting around eating pie. And I think I've even talked about this in the past. I think I've been in this exact same situation. And instead of saying no, I had pie. So it was one of those cases where I see where groupthink is very easy to fall into, which is where you, and if you're a regular listener to the show, you're, you need, you're probably sitting there going, Dave, you need to quit hanging out with your brother because about every other, 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 other episode, you're talking about eating bad food with your brother. And it's one of those things you need to think about that. Are your friends, are your family, the people you're hanging out with, are they choosing food, for lack of a better phrase, that's really not in your wheelhouse, things that you shouldn't be eating? And then you need to realize that, you know, it's okay if that's what they want to do. You might want to voice that, hey, I'm actually on a different eating plan. I'm doing this now. and pie cookies and whipped cream are not really part of the diet. But the other thing you need to keep in mind is this is a test. This is only a test. Had this been a real, yeah, we've heard that, right? And it just seems like when we get in those situations that there's no way out, like everybody's eating pie and I think consequently, we don't choose the hard road, but if we did, how long does it take to eat a piece of pie? So let's say you're not eating pie and everybody else is, and I'm going to give them, I don't know, five minutes. That's a long time, especially if it's good pie, that it would, you'd have this weird situation that everyone else is eating pie and you're not. And then you know what? They would throw away their paper plates or whatever it would be, the cleanup, and you're done. And it was only a test. It wasn't something that was going to be ongoing. It wasn't something that was going to leave a scar. It wasn't going to be anything. You could just say, no, I'm good. I'm full or whatever you want to use as your excuse. I will pass. Everyone else eats pie. Five minutes later, you're right back to where you need to be. They've got extra calories in their bellies and you're headed in the right direction. And because you've taken action, what do you get right? Your your attitude is now motivated to do more. So it was really interesting. Again, it's called Atomic Habits. You can find the book at Audible or, of course, Amazon. If you go out to LogicalLoss.com slash Audible. I will have uh, a link there where, again, if you're a brand new to Audible, you can actually get that book or any other book you want for free. And if you don't like it after a while, you can cancel your subscription and actually keep the book for free. So 
that's where I'm at. That's the good news is, and I'm kind of back on track today. I have lost weight the last two days, which was good. Cause after the whole pie fiasco, I'm like, all right, it's time to, you know, get back on the horse here. My attitude had kind of shown up and I was like, okay, but as I say this, I'm getting ready to leave this weekend for Las Vegas and I'm getting smarter. I'm packing some protein drinks. I am packing a shaker. So I'm going to have the ability to a have food. So I don't have to go forever. And the other thing I'm doing that it's one of those things where it's like shocking again is I went back to intermittent fasting. This is where when I get done eating my dinner, usually somewhere between six and seven o'clock, I hit this timer on my phone and I look at it and go, I'm not eating again for 16 hours. And again, I'm really surprised how a, that's really not that hard. If I go to bed, I stay out of the kitchen after eight o'clock because I'm not hungry. Most of the time I'm bored. And that's one of the things that really was the lesson I learned when I didn't eat till seven o'clock. I was surprised that I wasn't hungry. And then it dawned on me. I was busy. I was really busy at this event and it just didn't come up. And that's when I went, you know what? I can go without food. Now, for the record, that's not a great plan for longevity. I just won't eat because we all know that's not going to be sustainable. But I am starting to notice with intermittent fasting, with things like I did in Florida with this huge thing that I was just like, I am not hungry most of the time, I bet, when I go to the fridge. Now, obviously, there are going to be some times after you haven't eaten for X amount of hours that you are, but I'm just on me. I'm like, there's plenty of times I think I'm stressed out. I'm tired. I'm whatever it is, but I'm not hungry when I'm eating. So my strategy right now is just to get out of the kitchen. Because the other day I walked in there and started opening up cupboards. I'm like, you're not hungry. Get out of here. And I grabbed some water, filled up my cup, got out. So that's what's going on with me. I hope everything is going great with you. I want to say thanks to all my logical losers out at logicallosers.com. This is the patrons of the show that help keep the lights on here. If you would like to be a logical loser, go out to logicallosers.com. I'll add you to the Facebook group and we kind of help keep each other accountable. And it's been really quiet because I've been gone and that's my fault. And so again, I thank everyone who's been supporting me. I will try to fix that in the future. But thanks so much for listening to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Don't give up. The The easiest way to gain all the weight back is to just give up and not care about yourself. That's one other thing I'll throw in here. I was losing weight. One of my motivations, and this is where, right, we always say where you have to have your why. And one of my whys was a female. Yes. Now, if you're new to the show, I'm single. I'm twice divorced not really interested in in uh, having a relationship with anyone, but did meet someone and kind of had a little bit of a crush, which was kind of a weird but good thing because I'd kind of thought my heart was burned to a you know crisp and never going to feel that again. And to make a long story short, just because you have a crush on somebody doesn't mean they have a crush on you. And when it kind of dawned on me that, you know what, that's just not going to, there's nothing's going to happen here. That kind of bummed me out as well. And again, I had to look at myself and go, okay, as the old saying goes, there are other fish in the sea. And because originally I was trying to look good for somebody else, I'm like, no, you just need to look good for you. Because when you look good for you and you make steps and you start to get that momentum going, it will snowball 
And that, again, that positive reinforcement of, hey, the scale moved, hey, the pants are starting to fit, will then inspire you to keep going. Do this for you so that you can be around for your family, for your friends. And again, the alternative is to not care about yourself. Let yourself go and die. And I don't know, that just doesn't sound like a great time because I know how bad I feel when I'm overweight. I'm really still surprised. I'm going to jinx myself right now that my back isn't hurting, but I am happy that the last two days, the scale has gone in the right direction. I'm doing the right things. And it was just a matter of going back to my checklist of like, let's see, hit your calorie goals, 10,000 steps a day, seven hours of sleep and 80 ounces of water. And I'm just checking them off and making them happen because I need this to go in the right direction. So thanks again for listening. Take care. And I'll leave you with one of my favorite Jillian Michaels quotes. Remember her? Yeah. Okay. And that is, why are you choosing failure when success is still an option? Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free in iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll-free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it. Thin. Not till you lie.